travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to get used by you. Some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be abused.
I can only bring you the truth. That's all I know. That's all I deal with. I don't deal with make-believe stories. I don't read people's stories to get their truth, whatever that's supposed to be, or make up them or dream about them. All right. Everything that I talk about is direct experience from past lives, this life, actually working in the inner worlds as well. So I hope you get something out of it today. Uh, we're going to go through a couple, two different topics today. Uh, I'm going to finish the one that I started last Wednesday, and then I'm going to try to go into the other part. But we're going to start with the word, the four-letter word, L-O-V-E. What is it? All right. What's it have to do with? And then I want to relate that word to the other word that everybody uses all the time now for some strange reason, like they all are. And that's spiritual. Anybody out there, if you have a clue, you can call in. Tell me your viewpoint, your ideas. Or text it. Put it in the chat room. Either way. Uh... Just in the chat room, what is in there right now? So, all right. I want to relate love to spiritual. Do they relate to each other? Of course they do. In some way, some form. Can you have one without the other? Of course you can. And some people think love is a part of being spiritual. Because you're in love, you're spiritual. Being in love doesn't make you anything. You may believe it does or want it to, but it really doesn't. Uh, word spiritual, we're going to dive into because uh, I always ask everybody, what's spiritual mean to you? Nobody can answer it. But what's it mean to reality? What's it mean to people that say they're spiritual? Anybody that you talk to here or anything and that they say they're a spiritual master, spiritual teacher, Ask them what that means. What do they talk about? The universe? If you relate the universe to spiritual, you have no clue what spiritual means. When the word came from, what it meant, what it related to. And I'm going to tell you straight out, it's not relating to anything you think it is. Uh, for the reason is the one that created it never got credit for it or the word. And since it's been abused and changed to something totally different. Now, we're going to go into that. But please try to follow along. If you do have questions, text me. Go into the chat room, call the number again. One last time, 347-945-7207. Uh, everyone has their view. And we're not talking about viewpoints here. We're talking about what it means. Oh, you have to have a meaning, self-idea of what it means. No, you don't. You can experience it. If you experience it, you know what it is. If you didn't experience it, you have no clue what it is. Because the definition doesn't justify it or make it real to you. The same as love. There are two words that you need to experience. And there's different ways to experience them. And there's the physical way, the uh, psychic way, and there's the ultimate way, which we're going to go into. But what do you know about the word spiritual? Think about it. Take out a paper and pencil before I say anything. As quick as you can, 
Or just mentally think of it. What does spiritual mean? What is a spiritual person? What is a spiritual being? What is spiritual law? What is spiritual truth? Does any of those sound familiar? Well, how about... Do you know anything about death? Do you know anything really about soul? Which is what you are. Spirit, the connection between soul and God. Angels. Deities. Lucifer, demons. Do you know anything about them? Really? Other than what you might have read. Because whatever you read has probably very little connection to the truth. And I'm saying it straight out. I challenge anyone in what I talk about. Because I am dealing with the highest truth that we can get in this physical world. Not ego. Not mind. They're totally useless really. Not to you if you use them. Because then you think you're the best and the greatest and the most important. I don't even say I'm spiritual. Uh, I don't say I'm a shaman. I don't say I'm a medicine man. People like to call you things and like to classify somebody as something. How about a person? Or just people? Jesus never said he was God. Ever. I mean, people like Buddha and, and all these other people, the Pope, what do they claim? Who are they? What are they? A master? A master of what? The physical laws? I doubt it. The spiritual laws? Definitely not. So, you know, we give words to people. We give them power, which they don't deserve. And then we accept it. And then give away our money to that. Which is another lie to ourselves and to the people that are receiving the money. But they don't care because as long as they're getting the money, they're happy. So, let's keep going here. Now, did you write something in your mind what you think spiritual means? Do you know anything about death? Famous people like... Well, should I say his name? Well, we got Eckhart Tolle. Who talks about living in the moment, living in the now. Many people start to use that phrase. Living in the now, being one with the universe. That sounds, what, exciting? Good? Real? Being one with the universe means what? Absolutely nothing. Can the, can the universe create another person? No. We, we pretend it can, but it can't. Does it understand what you're thinking right now? No. Can it help you what you're thinking about? No. Oh, the universe told me. What? What did the universe tell you? What answers can you get from the universe? What answer do you think science is going to get from the universe? You're trying to go through dimensions and all those other things, trying to get into other realms and realities. They're playing a, a really bad game with the wrong tools. But that, they'll find out. Everybody finds out in the end where they went, what they did, how right or wrong it was. Was it beneficial? Was it real? Is it going to help them as far as being a soul being, soul body? Well, it sure is not. Now, probably the most hardcore person you've ever been here on this planet. And not, not in a bad way. Because I challenge everything. And you should. Especially what people say now. About how we got here, where we came, why we're here, what we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to eat, how we're supposed to look. All those ideas. Whose are they? 
Well, it boils down to one simple little thing, which we'll go into detail, but it has to do with power. So now when I ask you, what do you know about these things? Oh, 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 I left one important word out. And you know what that word is? It's called God. Most people that talk and say things don't talk about anything except that because they don't have the ability to. Well, when I started on Wednesday, I didn't get too far. So I'm going to try to pull this up to par with that and then get into the second part, which I wanted to do then, uh, which I consider the most important part of all spiritual law. And you have to understand there is a, a truth to that. There is a definition, and my dog is trying to come in. Give me one split second, and I let Mr. Gizmo in. Sorry about that. All right. Now, when we talk about spiritual, it's on the internet, pull it up, look at the definition there. Ask your mother, father, your brother, friends, ask them what spiritual means to them. See if it helps your awareness of what it means anymore. And I'll tell you, what you're going to hear has nothing to do with what it means. Giving money to a homeless person makes you spiritual? Going to church makes you spiritual. Well, go online, type the five most spiritual people on the planet. You're going to get the same five names in almost any chart you pull up. Maybe slightly different order, but the same names. And you won't be surprised if you type, type top ten who they add into there. Uh, maybe pull people out of the woodwork just to stick them in there. For what reason, I don't know. Maybe they get paid to put it on a list. I think that's more closer to the truth. But here's where we're going to go. I decided the topic about becoming spiritual for a reason. We all want to be spiritual. At least that's what we say. We all think we're becoming that. How do you become something if you don't know what it means? How do you become that if you don't know the steps that you actually take to get there? Well, I started searching for what? Truth? Whose truth are you accepting? Well, I disagree. disagree with most people because what they come up with comes out of ego. Programmed mind thoughts, they give them security within themselves, like they're important. Who told you you're important, your mother? Who's the first person? Well, you're a really important person. A speaker that you paid to go here? What are you going to tell you? You're a useless person? I'm not getting paid by you, so I can tell you what I know is the truth, period. To show you how 
ridiculous this all gets. I'm going to throw in a topic because it's important and it has to do with becoming spiritual or not. And this is going to, I hope you tell people to listen to the show because it's going to bother many people, especially ones that think they're important, better off, or you name the kind of words that people consider themselves as super spiritual, really spiritual. Well, karma has a lot to do with that. So between the word karma is what you get when you come into this world that you already have, that you have to work out and try not to create more, which you do. And then the other part of self-awareness, which is created usually by your parents and your friends, especially when you're little. And little by little, that becomes ego. And it also becomes protection. Now, when you, I'm going to throw in this word. School bully. What kind of a person's a school bully? A very sick one. Uh, why does a child become a bully? Well, many times it's because situations in their home, situations with their friends, uh, and the people that they're dealing with came out of a, uh, an abusive situation as well. So, as we move into that realm, children that go through that will probably never get much further down the road. Or will they can, you don't grow out of it. You don't change in reality. People say, oh, we change so much. No, we don't. If we change so much, we wouldn't even have to stay here. We wouldn't be making more karma if we changed much, especially in the right direction, or in a good direction. The programming that affects a child with their karma takes away spiritual truth from them and blocks them from seeing it. Now, a schoolboy stays a schoolboy until they're confronted many years later if that ever even happens. And then they'll say they're sorry for what they did. But you know, every day that you go without ending a piece of karma that you created, it just gets bigger. But these children go on thinking they're better in an, in an outer way. Not in an inner way. They know they got a problem somewhere inside themselves. But in an outer way, they need recognition. And bullying usually entails hurting another person, physically or mentally. I grew up in many aspects of that, and it's horrible. It's horrible for any child that's young and going through something like that. And we didn't have help when we were little. And they try to help them now, but if you got a school boy, you can't do much about it. i got a, an incredible, horrible boy in our neighborhood that's destroying the neighborhood. The police and the fire department can't do a thing about it even. So, uh, it's a sickness, a disease, either one, that grows within a person's consciousness. But, you know, what do these people grow into? 
if they clean up their act, which they say they think they do, uh, they get counseling and now they're better. What do they become? What do they want in life? Well, if you know the things that I see, one of the first words that comes to mind right away is a policeman. Join the army, become an army person, whether they're trying to get on a football team. Then those other things start becoming part of the reality. Becoming a rapist, a drinker, a liar, a thief, a killer. And then as they move on and make it through that stage, guess where they go next? To the government. The people that feel they need protection from reality. And by the use of power over other people, they can control it. Does that sound like anything spiritual? Does it sound like any aspect of the word love? What's love got to do with it? Well, do you ever carry a gun? If you carry a gun, you've probably got serious problems. Mentally, psychically, uh, from abuse, from ego, from from protection. You want to protect yourself. But carry a gun, and there's a really good chance you can kill somebody. With that chance in your hands all the time, the ego grows because you can walk into a bar, you can walk into a club, walk into a, a church, or into a school, anywhere. If you get in with it, uh, guess what? You don't think anybody could touch you. And again, you think you have power over everybody that's there. Now go back to the to days when cowboys carried guns and shot each other. It was a real time frame. I mean, you kind of think it was like a man-made story for TV. But it was a real thing. Showing you we we didn't have many morals then. Whatever we had then, we have less now. The cowboy days, you had to be a good good with your gun if you're going to use it or carry it. Because it was the ego of a person thinking they were better than anybody else, and you don't agree, I'll shoot you. And they did. But then, it's you know. Protection. Where do you get your protection from? When you get into government and get into a system that has its own army and things like that, you feel protected. Many young children join a gang for protection. Because they'll fight for each other at least. Not in the real world. People won't do that. But in a gang, they'll protect each other even if they're wrong. The same as parents will defend their child even if they're wrong. You're accepted in as a family when you join a gang. I'm not saying I like them. I don't. And it's it's sad that people have to resort to being in, in a gang to survive. But you know, we, we evolve within a disease. The mob evolved into a sick disease that uh, has taken over lots of people, many parts of reality. 
and they believe they're right. They believe they're real. They believe they're important. And they control many things. Look at our system, how it was created. TV. Who created it? What industry? The people in power. Liquor and cigarettes. Controlled everything. Everything. Every commercial and every TV show and all that. It was all controlled by them making the money over it. I mean, if you understand, like, the Boston Tea Party and how these things create a sick reality. Well, as we move forward in life, we're going to be shown things that we're supposed to be able to adjust, understand, learn how to deal with, accept or not accept if it's right or wrong. That's called growth. That's called becoming aware and moving forward. The first step to become spiritual. You don't know the truth, you're not going to go into the truth, you're not going to become part of the truth. You're not going to live what's right or wrong. You're going to live in the delusion of programmed ideas. Now, power is destructive. We don't have people with real power, meaning psychic abilities and things like that. We have people with money, which gives them the thinking power that they can control almost anything, and they almost do. The rich people, having the most power, control every law that's created. Control the rules and regulations of what we're supposed to think and all those other aspects of it. Who do you think has the right to decide how old a child has to be to drink? Or drive a car, or have sex, or get married, all those decisions. Who has the right to? Somebody else has the right to make that decision for you? Or you're too young to make a decision? How about you're too old to make a decision? Somebody that had 20 relationships don't know how to tell their child to have a good relationship. Well, be careful. Uh, That's not a solution to a good relationship. You're not... You don't become part of a relationship if you say to yourself, uh, that. It has to be right for the relationship to be a relationship. Are you spiritual enough to determine what would that mean if you're trying to walk a spiritual path? Well, go by what what I heard over and over. You can't talk about religion. You can't talk about government. How much stuff does that leave? Hearsay talk? Nonsense? The weather? Oh, talk about the weather. Why? It's bad. Why do I want to talk about bad weather for? Talk about what? If we're not going to talk about the election, which we should be, you can't hide from the truth, ever. Whether you like it or not, whether you feel good about it or not, it's what's happening. And that's the truth. If a tornado or hurricane's coming to your town, it's coming. You can pretend, dream, go to la-la land, whatever you do to pretend that things aren't real. But when it hits your neighborhood, hits your town, hits your house, it's real. No matter how you think, thought, or say, well, I'm at a different level. Really? No, you're on planet Earth. Your feet are grounded, and so is your body, to this planet. Your daydreaming can go elsewhere. Soul can leave it when it wants to, when it's at the right level. 
but you're always back in this body until it dies. Period. You can't escape it. And there's no sense trying. When these people tell you you're supposed to be rich, why does rich always tell people that they're better? Because you can do anything you want, almost any time you want. You get away with anything you want, usually. But even now, they're trying to clamp down on famous people that do drugs. They're going after drugs like it's the number one problem on the planet. It's not. How about government drugs are the number one problem? Not the ones that are pain. Every other one that they make for you. Any commercial you see. Well, this has 1,000 side effects. Uh, that sounds like it's 10 times worse than what I'm dealing with. So I took Accutane when I was young. Because it was the one thing that worked for your skin. Uh, but they didn't tell you how dangerous the effects and the uh, things around it really are. Like losing your eyesight. And there's many other things, but it seriously caused a problem with my eyes and my partner's eyes as well. My ex-wife's eyes. It's a hardcore drug. And they only could say, if it helps part of what you're going through, it's okay. Whether it screws up everything else in your body, they don't care. Because you're not looking at that. You're looking at your problem. That you think is a problem. Problem is, you're going to take government drugs that are definitely harmful. So, let's go back to this spiritual system we think we're in. Controlled by the universe. Uh, it's controlled by rich people. Which become people in power. Government, president, people like that. They can pay good money to be that. To do nothing. To, to play with whatever the controlling factor there's always a controlling factor that controls most of them when it when the stories are going on and it's sad because not one party lies they both lie and they're both filling you with such lies it's so hard to make a decision because it's not going to be the right decision no matter which one you make unless they give the people a right and valid which is acceptable and, and, and actually able to create a president, which it's not. Because when we got these parties that are, uh, it's either Republican or Democrat, uh, when they make the uh, decision on a state who wins the state, the independent party doesn't get an account within that. Why is that? Everything about the system's a lie, and you don't see it. How can people live in a society? That's so so sick and twisted, and not realize that it's not a spiritual place to be. It cannot, and not, and will not ever be. You need to put that in your thinking. Oh, we're going to change in time. We had twenty thousand years to get where we are now, and we are the worst ignorant people that have ever lived on this planet. Sure, the Mayans and Aztecs used to sacrifice women here and there and children. I mean, in many countries, it bows down to the men. I mean, yeah, that's the part of it. But the, the twisted aspect of what we allow and, and what we, we create, fracking, the harp system, chemtrails, all these things that are destroying everything around us, everything we eat, drink, touch, and use is deadly, toxic, Guns are not beneficial for any reason. 
If the police come to your door, are you going to shoot them all? Try to? If an army's invading your house, you're going to kill as many people as you can? Yeah, you will. Try. Because you got a gun. Just so you know, people, out of the ignorance which most people dwell, if you kill somebody, there is no excuse. You can make any excuse you want. Tell that to God when you get there. Tell that to the angels when you get there. Well, I had to protect myself. Is that what Jesus taught? Of course not. Is that what the Ten Commandments taught? Of course not. Who taught it? Who said it? Who allowed it? Moses was a black magician. He gets laws from what he called God. And he comes off a mountain and kills 3,000 people. That sounds like something really spiritual. So we've got a whole religion called the Jewish religion that followed Moses. What did he write? What did he teach? Read the Bible. Read his 613 laws. You might understand what he was thinking, which is pretty messed up. How he thought about life and what, what you were allowed to do in life. I mean, they didn't have computers, they didn't have games and things like that. And then to take away half of their food and make them live a certain way, dress a certain way, and all those other little things, really? You're probably worse than a slave. Because as a slave, you could only do what you could do, and that was it. But being a human in a society, you could do everything wrong and then get convicted for that. Which they did. Moses' idea, your hands were a thief, cut them off. You started running with something, cut your feet off. I mean, whatever was the main cause of the situation, you remove it. You saw something bad, you poke your eyes out? Really? How about your body's disease? Just destroy it all. You know who? So, we have multiple things to think about, which nobody does. Why is that? Why do you people, you people, anybody that listens to this, Afraid of the truth, afraid to deal with what's right, never mind, accept ridiculous laws and ideas. Are you going to wait for the Anunnaki to come down and save you? What are they going to do for you? Think about it. Any Anybody in the UFO world, which is many, growing, growing, growing. Better stories every year as well. Oh, they work with aliens. And they can't do anything for this planet? So obviously, whatever alien race these people think they're working with, good, bad, or indifferent, and many people believe in the good aliens, uh, really? Just because they think something happened on a ship when they get brought on there, how do they know it happened? Do these people understand what mind control is and what they can do with it? I knew that when I was 14 years old. I was able to hypnotize all my friends, and I had them all hypnotized. I gave everybody a specific word to put them on, into a state where I could do whatever I want with them. And I did it in front of all my friends all the time. Made them do ridiculous things all the time. Things that you know they wouldn't want to do no matter what. And the old saying, well, you can't make anybody do what they don't want to do. Which is a stupid part of hypnosis if you go for a license and a degree within it. They have no idea what they're playing with or how to use it. Well, they're getting into past lives and things like that. If you don't understand God and spirit, doing those kind of things are dangerous for you and the person you're working with. Listening to a person tell stories doesn't mean it's his story either. We go in so many different directions, all away from the truth. 
at every level. When somebody says, I want the truth, I want to go to a psychic, I want to go here, I want to go there. What do you want to know? What do you want to know that you can't find within yourself? God? I don't find it anywhere else. The truth. The truth of what? Why you're here? You tell yourself over and over every day, it's your truth. Why are you here? What are you supposed to do? Create a new spoon? Invent uh, toilet paper with soap on it? What are you supposed to do in this world? Make millions of dollars to do what? To fund your children to go to school? To become what? Where's the word spiritual fit into our planet anywhere? What do we do anywhere on this planet that's spiritual? Tell these morons out there speaking about these words and and love and compassion and all these aspects of what we are, what we are, six-dimensional beings. Why are we such ignorant fools? Why do we abuse everything? I mean, ourselves is one thing. Uh, That's your choice. But when you touch anybody, I mean, uh, affect anybody else in any way, it's going against a spiritual law. A spiritual law. One of them. The law of non-interference. You can't interfere in somebody's life unless you're asked to be brought into it. You can't make somebody marry you because your religion says so. Oh, yes you can on this planet. You can do anything you want. So why would we call this heaven as on earth as it is in heaven? No, it's not. This is not heaven. Never will be. The translation of words twist everything. Heaven is not on earth. It was once upon a time. When the Garden of Eden was real, which was in the time of Atlantis, not after. No, Adam and Eve were not part of the real place. All right, they were just stories created out of that. So, let's take that further. If Adam and Eve is a fake story, based on twisted facts did Lucifer and demons came here and they control the planet they control most of what everybody thinks and does when it has nothing good to do which is almost all the time man sexual perversion I'm not saying it's wrong but when it's abused and hurts somebody else it is rape it should not be a word that's accepted in the United States period If you're convicted of rape, you should be in a prison for the rest of your life. Period. Not being fed, having TV in front of you and playing games. Anybody that's a violent person that hurts people should be put in a place where they're locked in a little cell and a a loaf of a piece of bread and a glass of water gets shoved in there every day. That's all they deserve. Why do bad people, people that rape and kill people, get so much more than a poverty person living in the projects or the ghettos. How do people justify that? Well, they're poor people, and they, they can't even get an air conditioner. Well, they're, they're murderers, and they're in a nice air-conditioned room, and they have friends around them. Uh, yeah, not women in general, but they still have sex and all those kind of things. Uh, you think that's a just system for a uh, spiritual society? Then again, when a person gets convicted and sentenced to death, dead man walking and when they're going to die who has the right to kill that person well a person getting paid to pull a switch to kill him what do you what, what kind of degree you get to, to, to pull a switch to kill somebody 
I'm a killer. I got my degree for killing people. Uh, our mentality is perverted, twisted. So where are these good people? Where are these spiritual people? Who becomes a spiritual person? Nobody. Not here. Not on this planet. Take the richest people like Oprah, who thinks they have no ego. Thank you for, for telling me about my audio. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, it's late. I started an hour late, so you're okay. So uh, let's get into that. Rich people are evil. Oh, no, they're good people. They donate what? A percent of their money once in a while? To pay their taxes? Taking money from a system and sticking it in a hole in the ground destroys the system. That money's not helping anything. Imagine if every millionaire on this planet or billionaire was touched by spirit and said they had to give half of their money away. What do you think would happen to the planet? It would change and become incredibly good. Instantly. Oprah could probably build a, a center in every state in the United States. For homeless women, abused women, or children without homes. But not like she did in Africa with her house, out, her place out there. Really. We need to be responsible for what we do with our money. But imagine doing something good with it. Don't send money to an organization. Go out to wherever you're going to send the money. People that send money to the reservation are, are ignorant because they don't get it. The native people don't get money. When money goes to the, the high people on the reservation, the controlling people that are put in there by the government, it gets taken out of the system, meaning it doesn't go to the native people. Clothes goes to the native people. You send lots of clothes. And they go through things like that as well. I had a list of every person in the United States who actually ran the, 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 uh, the reservation. And they're all controlled by the government. 80% were white people running the offices. The few that were still native were bought out. So you got a system. The government's not going to let good people run a reservation. Not a reservation that you're trying to take out and destroy. So spiritual, please tell me I'm wrong. Justify what Trump's doing with the Native Nations. Does anybody listen? Does anybody listen? No. Most people are brain dead. I guess you'd have to have a brain for it to be dead. Uh, consciousless, soulless, more so. Let Lucifer live in your body, let demons run your body, whatever. However you want to justify what you do in the name of God, in the name of truth, in the name of religion. Protection. Who are you protecting? What are you protecting? Not the planet. You care about the planet? Does anybody care? I mean, songs are out there. So many songs about things like that. How is a system called spiritual going to work in a society that's so evil? The excuse. I'm going to go into this hardcore. And I hope you're ready. The excuse is love and a relationship. Really? Do people understand what a relationship is? They should open a school just to understand what a relationship should be. 
If you're going to get into a relationship, understand it. 90 Day Romances. You ever watch that? I watch these horrible shows, and it's probably on right now. But it's so incredibly ridiculous. These people that try to get together, they never met a person, they're in another country, they go to the country, try to make it work, and it's obviously not working, right? Somebody doesn't have the money that they thought they had, and when people come to the United States, they're coming for money to be part of the United States, not to be in a real relationship. Do people look at the simplest facts? People like those boys, like I mentioned in the beginning, are afraid. Afraid of life. Afraid of loneliness. Afraid of a lot of things. That's why they're boys. But if an alien walked into their room, I guess they would just turn a different color. Let them boy somebody that's a little bit bigger than them or different than them. Still saying the bigger they are, the harder they fall. The bigger your ego is, the greater the fall you'll have. Back to a relationship. What what is love in a relationship? Do you have a clue? Oh, I love him. I love to have sex with him. I love to eat with him. Yeah. Oh, I love when he touches me or when he kisses me. And I love when he brings home a check of $50,000 a month. Uh, okay. Where's the boundaries? Where Where's the truth in a relationship? I couldn't live without him. I couldn't live with her. However you want to put it. Uh, how long does that last? How long does love last? Fake love doesn't last long at all. Delusional love doesn't last long at all. Real love lasts forever. Real love I'm not talking about unconditional love, which is a fake word, but real love needs an inflow as well as the outflow it gives. Meaning, if you love somebody, you need the flow coming back. Otherwise, it's not real love in this physical world. Unconditional love, say, I love the trees, I love the rocks, I love everything. Uh, You don't get nothing back. And nothing benefits from it either. You think a rock benefits because you gave it unconditional love? You think a tree benefits? We live in a delusional reality. How's that? Are you people... Probably going to turn off the show because you can't stand the truth at all. Which is fine. I'm not here to brainwash ignorant people. I'm here to help those people that have a brain use it. You know saying? Use it or lose it? How about use it? Use your brain. Not with the programs that were locked into it but out of the ability to be aware. Understanding soul and understanding the true reality of why you're here, what's what you are, not this body. Well, this relationship is serious because most relationships now do not last a long time. Then the next excuse a person will use, I love my children. Does anybody really love their children enough to keep a relationship going? Make it work? You brought these little children into the world, and then if they're still children and you're leaving them, or causing them all these horrible things, you think they're going to be positive, loving beings because of that? Well, I got my... I'm, I'm here for myself. Well, you are. But you don't create another reality if you're not ready to take on another reality. Meaning another family and children and all those things. 
When Jesus told his disciples to leave their families, he said it for a reason. I'll talk about that later. But in a relationship, we're creating a sick society. Nobody wants to give any more than they have to for a relationship to work. Nobody's willing to give in to make a relationship work. And yet relationships are starting to die out. When people say, well, I don't want to get married because then he'll take my money. And it's always about the money that you have. I mean, they create laws where you can protect it and keep it in your pocket when you get divorced and things like that. If you sign that paper when you get married, then you don't really love the person that you're with if you're willing to make sure that she doesn't get it when you die. What are you marrying a person for? What do people marry for? I'm thinking that somebody will clean their dishes and have sex with them whenever they want. Uh, which seems to be like one of the two main reasons. Is marriage growing in any level? To becoming closer to being a spiritual union? Of course not. And then you got the other problem. Falling out of love is a disease. <laughs> uh, it's infecting. Friends go, well, you're still married? Uh, aren't you bored? Or whatever. And then it's people around you that are so sick. Because they're not happy. They didn't create a loving relationship. Love isn't the most important thing. But as long as you put it on the top of your chart, it's the most important thing to you. And then it should be. But what are you doing to make that a reality, make it real? Nothing. When are you going to wake up, people? I mean, the world's deteriorating fast. If you're not watching, please open your eyes. Oh, I don't listen to TV. It's programming. Oh, I don't read the newspaper. It's programming. So what do you listen to? The rain? What's the rain tell you? Oh, it's raining hard. We're going to get flooded out today. Uh, what do you do for a living in your mind? Make excuses for living. But you're also dying. What excuse are you going to use for dying? Well, I smoke too much. Or I did this. Really? Obviously. You're going to die no matter what you put in your body, no matter how much or how little of anything you take. You're going to die, period. So don't blame something outside of yourself, meaning your ego. Sure, when things don't feel right, you don't do them. When things hurt you when you eat them, you stop eating them. That's all. Just because the doctor says bananas are going to make you sick and fat and ugly. Really give up bananas because he said so? Do you listen to people's ignorance, especially when it comes to science? Are they going to tell you anything about God? What you've got to do to become spiritual? How do you become spiritual? Please, anybody out there have a clue? What does spiritual mean to you? Again, what does it mean? Are you ready to give, do, or be anything other than what you are? Can you change something about yourself? Are you willing to? Got long hair, would you cut it off if I asked you to? I sure hope not, but if you decided you wanted to, would you? But if your priest, minister, or spiritual avatar, whatever you want to call them, said you can't have no hair on your body, would you cut it all off? Women in the Jewish religion have to when they're getting married. Why is that? Because it's unsanitary? What about a guy, a perverted, twisted guy? Most of them are 90% sick, so uh, why would anybody want to marry him? Because they put it on a great front. Men do that. If you can't be who you are all the time, you're a deceitful, liar, cheating, ignorant fool. 
But if you don't know who you are, you're in more trouble. Because now, you're just this massive energy programmed by thoughts that goes around doing whatever it thought or thinks is right. Well, it's time to go beyond that, like soon and now. If you ask anybody you're with, and do it, do this for a week, please, learn for yourself truth. How? Well, for this next week, here, I challenge you, everybody you meet, male, female, young or old, do it. Do it for one week. Do have your mind blown out. Ask them what spiritual means. If you go to a church... Wait for the people to leave and say, could I ask you a question, Father? Master, teacher, religious person, preacher, whatever. What's spiritual mean? Get their answers. See what great wisdom they're going to bestow upon you, which won't be any. But mark my word, try it, learn, see what's on in, in the real world that you're not getting, that everybody's telling you you are. When a child starts learning programmed ideas, Where's it come from? Their parents. Their parents have no clue what's spiritual. You know, people get married or start having sex before they're married and get pregnant. They don't plan a child. Sure, once in a while, somebody plans to have a child. Uh, I just got a chat. Hold on. Let me just see if I can answer it. I just want to tell him I'm doing a show now. So, all right. When a child comes near a person, they can, a young child, they feel the energy of a person. Good, bad, or indifferent. And it, and it helps them open up or understand how to relate to that person. But even that gets taken away from them. You're told everybody's good, everybody's this. I mean, and I'll compare that to one thing. A dog. And I'm going to the way I feel right now, because I just have a dog now for, for over two years, uh, and of all the creatures on this planet, how many creatures or humans understand unconditional love? Probably just a dog. Because, I mean, I feel sorry for them in one way, especially if they have a, a problem with their their owner uh, they love their owner if they get fed half of their meal today somebody forgets to put their water out somebody kicks them pushes them uh, they leave them outside overnight in pouring rain or anything like that to come in and just kiss you and love you and not even think about it and then you hit them and you put them back outside again they'll come back in and still come back to you and think you and they'll love you just as much that's unconditional love how many creatures have that, including people? 
We all say, oh, I, I believe in unconditional. You believe in whatever you want, but living it is impossible. Not humans. Humans can't. They have too many things going on in their brain. Programming that keeps them from becoming real. The real world is so much more important if you're in tune with it than when you're not. The world is becoming what it is because people aren't in tune with it and care what's happening to it. Oh, there's so much land on the planet. There's so much water on the planet. I mean, there's more air on the planet. So do whatever you want to it. Really? It all comes back sooner or later. Remember when they were putting signs on dollar bills to see how far around the world it goes and when it comes back and things like that. I mean, you'd be surprised. You get a dollar back that you sent out many, many years ago. Uh, just little things, what we do and what we're not even aware of, how it, it all comes back. Whatever we do to this planet will come back to us, period. Praying, jumping up and down, saying Hail Marys, it's not going to change that in any way. It will not. Do people need love? Most people do. If you're looking for God, do you need the so-called relationship on this planet? Of course not. People might believe they do. I mean, you're told the relationship makes you a real person. Having children makes you a real family. And I mean, it's conditioning. Man always wanted a relationship to have children to keep his name going. Not to keep love going, not to keep a relationship, but to keep their name going. Sad reason, very sad reason. Like China, they only want men, they don't want women. Uh, and they'll let you kill them, sell them out to slaves and every other um, horrible thing. Give you a fine of like 45, I think it's $40,000 or even more to keep it when you have two girls. What if it's pathetic thinking? Society has gone AWOL. Thinking has been so programmed and tore apart by demonism, for a word. And I don't blame Lucifer. I blame the human consciousness of evil men. Accepting things or asking for things they don't deserve. You don't deserve a relationship if you can't keep it and can't make it work. I went through it. I learned the good, bad, and, and everything about it and why I came here and felt that I had to have a relationship and all that. I learned it all. And that's what you need to do about what you're doing here in this moment and why. What are you going to do tomorrow to make your life any better than what it is today? And do you care? Well, no, I got a house. I got a nice paycheck coming in. I got my wife that takes care of me or my husband takes care of me every day. Uh... Is that what it's all about? On your dying bed, sit there and think about all the good and bad things in your life. And guess what? You're not going to be happy. First off, you're going to be leaving the one you love so much. You're going to be leaving your children if you have them. And all the planning and all the ideas isn't going to help change that. Because you could die of a car crash tomorrow, or a plane crash, or heart disease... You know, 11,000 people die a year having sex. Did you know that? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a big number, but just imagine uh, imagine how many people a day die because they had sex today. 
so it's it's kind of bizarre the scenarios we create and allow in our reality. We don't understand them. There's reasons for everything, and karma is the number one reason for everything. When you learn how to create it and stop creating it, you're starting to look at the word spiritual. You're starting to understand what it takes to become spiritual. Now, the Sikh religion, they're the ones that wear the turbans on their heads, and there's a lot of things. I mean, it goes back even to the whirling dervishes where they used to spin around and leave their bodies. Uh, are pretty spiritual people. But I've been reading about it lately. How they're killing each other. You know, when a, when a religion splits, they suddenly hate each other. Like the Catholics hate the Protestants, Protestants hate the Catholics. And I guess they both hate the Jewish people. And they, it's just a sad thing. It's like, who can we hate? And who can we get along with? And it, now, on a spiritual side, supposedly the word, I used to do the whole life expos, new life expos, and you'll see like different religions and different spiritual people all hanging out there promoting the stuff that they're selling. They're not promoting connection. Well, if I have a laser that cures disease and you've got a liquid that cures cancer, don't you think you should talk to each other and say, hey, look, you could really help somebody get better? No, I want to sell my laser. I want to sell my drink. Instead of working together on things, we don't. Because a person makes more money when they work on something by themselves. I mean, with their own company and things, not uh, by individual self, but it's pathetic. It's sad. I was in the Whole Life Expo in New York City, and there was uh, uh, an Ekankar group there, which is a religion I studied. And then there was a Shab Yoga group there which the master of Shab Yoga was there as well. And they were both fighting with each other. Who stole this? Who said that? Who... Are we we're not beyond that yet? We're still at the point where my, my God's better? And these people don't even know what God is? How could you say your God's better? Do you know him? Do you know it? Do you know what it does, really? I go into that so much, and people still want to hear, Oh, God is the universe. A universal God uh, does what? How does it think? What's it think about? When a child gets raped, what's the universe say? Oh, well, let's put 10 more children out to get raped. What, what's the universe think about it? What does it do about it? Well, my computer's playing games. i got a program in here, and it's not stopping. It just keeps popping up. I don't know what to do about it, but uh, sorry about that. So, we each play this uh, kind of weird idea out in our lifetime. Is it helping somebody? Is it helping you? Your life, everything you're doing, is it helping you understand God, death, spirit, soul, in any way? Going skiing, going fishing boxing, playing sports, I mean, are any, is any of that justifying and helping you move forward in any way? Please tell me. All right. Now, something that was horrible, I don't know if you know the story about China and Tibet. They've been fighting for a really long time, since the 50s. And then over the past couple of years, China decided to really start wiping out 
Tibet. So they, they destroyed 250 temples. They started raping all the women, killing a lot of the, the lamas. And rather, within two years, they took over Tibet. Obviously, the Dalai Lama is not allowed back there, but uh, in the interim, the high power person in China died. And, 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 and I hate to say it was a good thing. Because now the person in power is trying to build some kind of compromises with Tibet. I mean, Tibet was probably the most spiritual place on the planet, even though there was killing and everything else going on there. But probably more number of people praying and worshiping and trying to get in touch with spirit and deal with it and all that than anywhere else. But now China is trying to build a compromise, a step in the right direction, except... China right now is building multiple islands and the head of China also decides he wants to be prepared and get ready for war. Why? Who's he talking about? Because I don't know if you know how many islands they built with these giant, giant armies on them. If we ever had to go to hand-to-hand combat with China, we wouldn't do too good, that's for sure. Not that we ever would or have to. Uh, But they're preparing for it. And they're probably going to go to war with Germany. Uh, sadly to say, uh, Russia's in part of this problem as well. Uh, we're not getting along, any of us. And people want to stick to their thing about we're becoming more spiritual. A person, I, I said Wednesday, but Barbara Max Hubbard is probably one of the oldest spiritual, in her own mind, New Age speakers. Well, I got into a chat room and, and was asking her all kinds of questions to have a debate with her. And for about 40 minutes, nobody else was putting a question in there, so she was answering mine and dealing with mine. And then she tried asking me a question when she, her time ran out. And I sent her my email. I said, you want to debate? Talk, please. Let's do it real, one-to-one, anytime. But, you know, a futurist, which is what she's called, dreams of a beautiful future. Well... Imagine you went to sleep every night and you could create your dream. Very few people can. But create the perfect dream every night when you go to sleep. Men would just have multiple women in there and everything else, just like they believe that they're going to do when they go to heaven like the Muslims do. But imagine creating a great dream every night and remembering the whole dream when you wake up. It'd be like living another great life. But you don't. And you don't create it in general. You're a victim in your dream. If you don't learn how to become aware. And that's another part of becoming spiritual. If you think dreams are useless. Why would they. Why would soul allow it to happen to the body. Dreams are important. Just because most people have no clue. Why they are there. Or what it is. Well it's you ate too much food last night. Or come up with something stupid. I mean you ever have a dream. And you had a beautiful day. And then you have this horrible dream. Or you had a beautiful day and then you have this super great dream. Does one really affect it each way? Well then somebody from your childhood pops into your dream. Uh, There's reasons for that. Soul's aware of everything. The mind isn't but soul is. So soul gets things out of everything that's happening and it throws it in there to push it into the mind and call him the dream master that allows certain things to pop up and go in. All right, so uh, 
I got a program. It's called Active Care. Scan my computer, and it keeps popping up, and I can't get rid of it. And I shut it down. It told it don't come on during my during the day, and it's still coming on during the day. Uh, so let's. I, I know I wanted to get into a lot of things today, and I'm probably going losing a lot of my time super fast. Well, let's leave China. Let's come back to the United States. Our people in power, the rich people, believe it or not, the ones that control what you're supposed to think, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to eat, how you're supposed to act, and everything about your life. Why? What school you're supposed to go to? Why you should go to school? Why you should go to college and all that? To make more money? Well, you know, a lot of people spend half of their lives paying off their their school bill. I, I teach that if you're teaching the truth, you can't charge for it. I think you can take a donation, but you can't charge for it. You can't tar- charge people for what's naturally real. It's like saying, they want to tax air. That, that's a thing that might pop up in the near future. You want clean air? Well, you're going to pay for it. Really? Well, you pay for your water. Comes off the mountain and runs into your faucet, goes through a filter, uh, and you got to pay for it here in Hawaii. Uh, we've got to become aware of what's what's wrong with society. Who cares what's wrong with society? And what are we going to do about it? If people don't act together, nothing will ever be done. We're going to fall, collapse, and destroy the planet. And you can't say, well, let the other guy do it. Like this voting time is coming up in two days. I don't care who you vote for. Go out and vote. Just be aware of the ability, the rights that you have, and use them. Sure, if you think Trump's a great guy, you're going to vote for Trump. If you think he's not, you're going to try to get people in there that don't like him. Well, as long as we have a Democrat and Republican Party, we're never going to be in balance. We're never going to be in tune with society. We're never going to be in the right space. It's always going to be geared on some particular viewpoint and not the human race. If we don't change the balance, the way the voting system is, we're we're losers. The way we allow a state to, to take who they want as the vote, because the people in power that they put there have this set decision, I mean... It's all wrong. Everything about our system is wrong. We got a government in, in Congress that is so old, decrepit, they don't know anything about life, aliens, demons, food. What do they know that they get a nice paycheck to sit on a table to agree with somebody? And they don't get paid to disagree. Trump's making sure of that. You disagree, you don't stay there. But sadly, who does anybody in government really help? Other than the rich. Please, if you don't understand that, you're not going to understand why the planet's being destroyed. If you think the poor people, the homeless people, have any right to do anything, uh, please, put it on a piece of paper, send it to me. Tell me what you think they have the right to do other than die. And even that, 
They put these people in the hospital and make them stay alive. Why? So they can get a better medical bill paid? Medicine only makes a disease last longer. Except hepatitis C. Most of them just keep it going. They don't cure it. And I say this. We had the cure for many things a long time ago. If you want the truth, and you can't hold me accountable, I'm just saying something out of the air. Uh, peroxide and baking soda inside the body can cure almost any disease, cancer, sickness that you have. And it'll destroy it instantly. But it's too cheap to use it. Imagine going to the hospital and getting an injection of peroxide or baking soda into a cancer cell and you'd be healed. How much could they charge for that? I mean, they could charge you half a million dollars, but how much would it be worth? Ten dollars? So the system we allow to control our reality keeps us in this void of becoming spiritual. Then they feed you the word love uh, like it's changing the world. China loves us. We love China. We love Russia. Russia loves us. Really? Germany loves the people in Germany? They're having wars there. Are you looking what's happening everywhere on the planet? No, I don't watch TV. Uh, you listen to nothing. You believe in nothing. You believe in your garden. Oh, you got strawberries popping up. Wow, I got strawberries for as long as they last. Toxic, but you got strawberries. You don't know the truth. You don't know what's happening. You are in a void of everything. You think you're going to understand spirituality? How? A ladybug's going to fly on your, your finger. Oh, a ladybug landed on my finger. I'm spiritual. Do you believe stories? And and I can't hate to contradict my own people and, and people that I know and everything else. Religions, spiritual paths, don't talk about God. Period. They don't know God, they don't want to know God, and they will not talk about it. And that should be the most scariest thing you ever heard in your life. Because if you follow anything other than God, you're not going to get anywhere. When you die, sit there and think about who's going to meet you, what's going to happen, and what you're going to do. Lucifer already has his fangs in you. All his little demons are playing with you. And if you think not, why do you think mankind has children going out killing children now? Playing murder games all day long. What do you think's in their consciousness? And what do you want to do? Dream of the fantasy world? We're going into the sixth dimension? We're all going to be spiritual? Do you think anybody on planet Earth deserves it? Only a few souls do. Spiritual truth is hard to get and work for. But it doesn't come any other way. It's not given. Jesus gave a teaching. He didn't give the protection that they thought they were getting. He didn't teach what they thought they say he was teaching. Which will... I want to just hold off for the last half hour on that one. Rotterdamus was a seer. He was able to see the future. He was one of the high magicians that lived in our history. He studied ancient Enochian magic and all the other kinds of magics books that were made out of human skin and things like that, but near the end he had to burn everything. Otherwise he would have been killed instantly. Luckily he had a queen that loved him. 
even told the queen when his husband was going to die, and he did. So, uh, people with power, real psychic abilities, are sought out as evil. Like witches. Magicians always did things to make people feel good or make them believe something good's happening, which was a lie. So, our system is based on lies on top of lies on top of more lies. So, when we look for spiritual truth, do you have a slight clue where to look? I try to give you directions on about where to look, how to look, and what you should be looking for. But if you don't listen, you're not going to hear it. If you can't understand what I'm saying, ask me again. Email me, text me, call me personally. I don't care. If I can help you understand something that you really want to know and you don't, please. I can talk about the things I know. Death, birth, reincarnation, God, spirit, angels, deities. I can't talk about the government because they're all sick, twisted, and perverted, and I don't think in that realm. Killing? No, me neither. I had to let go of that idea. Uh, So, which way are you going? Are you ready to fight your ego? Because it's in control. Saying you're going to become anything important. We're not important to nobody. Except ourselves. And that's why God allows us to be ourselves. Soul. Individual. Not a group mass of ignorant fools running around, killing each other. God didn't need that. God doesn't need that. You think the angels need to play with sick people? Why? They would come down and say, look, you got 12 days to build an ark, or you got 10 days to get out of the neighborhood, uh, whatever. I mean, they give warnings, but that's about it. When people say they talk to angels, man, what do you get from an angel? Muhammad got his truth. Read it. Read it. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I will in the near future. I'll go over everything Gabriel, Gabriel taught or said to Muhammad. At least what he perceived that the angel said to him, also perceiving that it was Gabriel. I talk about that a lot. How do you prove what an angel is? How do you know it's who it says it is? In the inner world, lots of things can go on. The only thing no angel, no deity can tell you is that they're God. They can say it in every other way to brainwash you to believe it, Phrases like, we are, I am all that you search for, I am all that you need, and and things like that. But they cannot say that word. Not under God. They're directly under God. They already fell pretty far down. They don't want to come back to planet Earth, that's for sure. Especially when you get the powers that they have right now. It's kind of like very perverted and twisted to think that you'd be stuck in this world again. Now, when people die, they go somewhere. And, uh, I can't find his name. Uh, Hold on, give me one second here. Uh, I'll get to it. It's a little bit further down. I'll come back to that idea who actually was teaching about the astral plane. But, uh, back to Jesus. And I'm not going to do this as a religious 
Bible story because that story is twisted and a lie. Now, I talk about truth that I experienced directly, not because somebody said so, not because I read it. Because if you're in that space, you don't understand it. You're not even close to the truth about it. Love is an action and a feeling inside the body's mind. The mind, not, not anything real. The mind leaves you when you die. So if you believe that you're going to be waiting for your mother and your children and everything up in the air, plane, uh, and then you're going to reincarnate, you'll forget everything. It's not as important to, to soul. It's important to the mind because mind thinks it's everything, including important, which it is not. And even the astral plane, the higher parts of the astral plane, very few souls ever get to go there either. And I'll tell you, it's okay. It's not much better than any other part of the astral plane. It's just a little more refined. But that's not much better than planet Earth. Except you can't die, and except you say whatever age you want to be and things like that. But it's not much different. You can eat and do whatever you want there. If you still, whatever you hung up on. Because you didn't learn to give them up yet. And then depending on how much you hold on to that means how much, how sooner or later you're going to come back to planet Earth to work it out again. All right, I want to get into this statement. All right, people say, uh, if it wasn't the brain, very few souls truly go back to the higher realms. All right? Uh, and then they believe they can do whatever they want, all those kind of words. If it was slightly true, you would not have to come back here. You wouldn't want to reincarnate. Not if you develop the abilities and, and, and understanding of a higher awareness. It's like saying you're, you're driving around in a Volkswagen bug and you're given this Winnebago uh, or whatever. Trailer home. Are you going to come back to drive around in a Volkswagen? Or try, try, try driving around, traveling around the world in a bigger mobile home? It's limitations of the mind which are programmed to believe that it's everything. Well, when truth comes along, people run from it. If you make great stories, which is all people want to hear, as long as the story makes them feel good. The only thing I don't understand about that, those same people will go to the movies and watch Halloween 13, uh, Halloween... I mean, all these horrible movies. And pay money to see that kind of stuff. Why? A cheap drill? You call that a cheap drill? It's cheaper, right? Because it doesn't get you nowhere. Spiritually. Alright, I want to get as real as I can uh, right now. You know, don't give up. I mean, I just got a text saying they're going to give up. You can't give up. As long as you're in this body, you really can't. You know, people 
aren't ready for being here even. They shouldn't even be here. They're stuck 2,000 years, 20,000 years ago in their brain, and they didn't move forward. Accepting killing, abuse to women, all those things shouldn't be here now. The threat of war hanging over every country right now and in large thing with China getting ready to have war. Uh, building the biggest army on the planet. You know, well, just tell them to come over to my site. Uh, I'll throw it at them. I don't care. I don't care if people listen. I can only put it out there. I mean, people have the right to make a decision in their life whether they want to become real or not. Live in an illusion or become part of reality. Help change the world to help destroy it. Well, we know what they did to Jesus, hopefully. Whether you believe it or not, uh, it's real. It was a real story. Uh, oh, the name I wanted to say, which I forgot. It's Yogananda. He taught about the astral plane. He taught about how to get there was through breathing. Breathing meditation. Breathing meditation is beneficial. But it won't get you any further than the astral plane, that's for sure. It has nothing to do with God. The awareness that you have to attain is what gets you there, not anything else. Uh, and I go against the greatest speakers of spiritual people, quote, spiritual, uh, on this planet all the time. Because look at this world. And I'll say this. Jesus didn't have a chance. Nobody understood what he was teaching. And when it started getting out there, they had to kill everybody that was bringing it out there. I'm going to go into that. But now, Yogananda was uh, accepted as a spiritual guru. And people listened to him. He affected a lot of people. The same as Sai Baba did. I mentioned a lot of names last week, a couple of days ago, uh, of all the, quote, spiritual people that lived. And what they did. But look at the reality of the planet. Look where we're going. Look what we have become. Nothing. You think if the teaching was important and real, and somebody heard it, it would wake them up. You know, it's we look for feelings and emotions to be what we want. Not an outcome, not the results or anything like that. It's just what we perceive while we're doing it. Uh, having sex in the future doesn't mean anything unless I can have it right now. Or eating a, a steak sandwich is only important if I could eat it right now. I don't care if I eat it next year. Uh, so it's in the moment, which is why they're telling you to live in the moment. Enjoy everything. Enjoy being a fool, a patsy, being a, a slave to, to spirit, instead of working for it in a good way. But uh, the extra plane is not what you really would expect it to be, because you call it heaven. There's many planes and places to go after that. But, you know, if you can't get there, if you can't do anything, this is for anybody listening that's having a, a, a place where they can't move from. Just allow your creativity thinking to imagine and create what it could be if it was good. I mean, all the world's, everybody's in love with each other. Well, that won't work too far because every man's going to want to be with every woman. They all want to be together and you know, it would be twisted anyway. But what would you think would be good? 
Imagine being able to create a universe and putting life forms on it. And and being much more developed as being aware than, well, I can build a car, I can build a house, which school is all school can teach you. But when you go into your meditation, create a whole scenario and do it before you go to sleep. So this way you could actually go into your sleep and, and tell yourself over and over before you fall asleep, I want to experience that or bring it into my dream. And it happens. You keep doing it. It just works that way. If you feel the desire and the need to bring something into reality, work on it. Not just when nothing's happening. No, work on it. Create. Even if it's only imagining. Because a lot of times the things you imagine are from reality that you have. That you have already experienced even. I mean, you're not recreating a reality. You're recreating something that you experience in a reality. So work with what you got no matter how little or great it is. But again, don't give up. We can't. If we do, we'll lose every aspect of why we even came here. While we're here anyway. We need to respect life. Respect our own. I, look, I, I had suicide in my life. Almost died a few times. I almost had I had five death experiences as well. Uh, so yeah, when you leave and then you're facing spirit and, and everything else and you see your, all your lives in front of you and you see these things, it makes you realize who you are, what you are, and what's real. And why when you die, it's not over. It's only one more step. And it only gets better if you're working on a spiritual direction rather than digging a hole to jump in. So life doesn't get easier. It never does. I mean, I, I'm in so much debt right now. I, I saw this perfect monocular I really, really need because I'm seeing all kinds of UFOs every night to film it. And it's only $150. I got a, a monocular I just bought for $100. So I'm trying to sell that. I think my friend said here he wants to buy it. I don't know what he wants to give me for it yet. And then I put that money towards this. But I'll be able to start filming what I'm seeing, hopefully. Because I'm just seeing so many things. And I'm watching what people put up online. Dots and spots and things. And, wow, this is important. No, what I see is incredible. I saw a gold ship four nights ago. It was, I mean, actual gold. I never saw something that color in the sky that far away. It was so incredible. But three days before that, I had a light ship blinking at me. 120 times in 15 minutes. It looked like if you took a flash and blinked and turned it in front of your face. But it was far up in the sky. But I put my, my, my cell phone on and recorded it. Except my cell phone was frozen. It didn't record it. I could say the aliens didn't want me to record it, which is a possibility. It was the first time ever that I actually had the ability and the situation for it to record everything. Because usually it's a couple times and then it stops and then I don't know when and then it'll pop up again. But to have the camera on it while it's blinking at me and all that was really, really cool. So, uh, yeah, I want to buy this camera. It's, uh, like I said, it's $150. And man, it's got like 500 times zoom. It's got infrared light built into it and it's got a camera built into it. So whatever I'm looking at, I'll be able to film it. 
And then I promise you, you're going to see some incredible pictures of what's really going on right now. And it's a lot. So much, I have no clue how soon it's going to break. It's going to blow wide open. Now, I, I listen to all these other UFO people and every part of the planet, they're filming things and stuff, which is important. I mean, how many are fake, how many are real, that's up debatable. But when they're real, you know, I watched this really crystal clear video of a ship coming over a town and all these people are walking around and then the person says, oh, wow, check that ship, and it goes running. But all the people are walking around like nothing's happening. So it was just superimposed over them. Because I guarantee, if a mothership was on top of your head, you wouldn't be walking like nothing was going on. Please, tell me what moron would just say, oh, it's a mothership, and then just keep walking, not even looking at it. I mean, if a bird's flying backwards, you're going to be staring at it. Never mind a giant ship above you. So yeah, I'm hardcore. So Jelly Teens putting a lot of our pictures up every day. Go on to uh, Stranger ER on the end. Universe, Sergeant 18 on YouTube. He's putting up all our pictures we shot over the years. And we have pictures of everything that we shot. Him and I. We didn't go to 50 million people. We shot all the pictures. We were together most of the time. We separated for a while. We got back together finally. But uh, he copyrighted all his pictures, which was a really good thing. And he still has them. And he's putting them all up just to show people what's really going on at different levels. Uh, yeah, Sergeant 18. Uh, he's got multiple videos. He puts them up almost every day. He put 40 up in the past three weeks, I think. Check them out. They're all interesting. I don't. We don't agree 100%. That's for sure. I don't think you can with anybody. I mean, if you were facing God, you wouldn't have the choice, but planet Earth, we have the choice to agree or not. Judge. People, I, I talked about judgment three days ago. We have to judge what we get ourselves into. And if you don't, you're a fool. Are you going to jump into a fire? Why not? Well, because it's hot. Why do you believe that? Because it burnt my hand. Well, we each have to grow. And we have to allow ourselves to do it. We have to be willing to step in a place where it can happen. And how do we do that? Being aware a little. Listen to the news. There's fake news everywhere. Fake truth, fake lies. Real lies, however you want to put it. But there's truth there, too. I mean, if a city just got leveled by a, a volcano or a tidal wave, uh, they're not going to tell you how many people really died. They don't ever do that. Other countries don't tell how many people died at Fukushima. They don't tell you how many people are dying because of 9-11. People are never going to tell you about the truth about 9-11. And still people don't even care anymore. How could something that dramatically bad, wrong, and a lie go unrecognized? Well, they said it couldn't happen. Couldn't? It couldn't happen the way they said it happened. That's for sure. So we got to move forward somehow, some way, and now. To believe stories taken from people written many, many years ago, mixing them with the ideas of people now, which is delusional, and creating a new story, which they think people want to hear. And certainly there's no clues in that or no truth within it, 
that is definitely going to help us understand God. I mean, you remember, oh God, this guy comes to planet Earth and he's supposed to be God. I mean, we come up with these scenarios and now the other movie, they're in heaven. Uh, I think it's quite ridiculous, but we have these ideas and it's to help play with our minds. Keep us in a place of unknown truth. Remove God from everything. And if you think God's just a voice, God doesn't talk to nobody here. So they say God's a voice. That's the delusion that you're living in. Some entity wants to talk to you and you they can say whatever you want. And you'll believe it's to be God. Because it appears to you, means it's God. And now the other thing is, and I'll say this, and I know it goes against everybody as well. To think Jesus wants to come to this planet for any reason is delusional. Just to show you, if you were in prison and you got beat every day by everybody in the prison every day, and then you finally got out, wow, that's a horrible thing. I won't say it on the air. Uh, but we each, all right, we get out of prison. Do you want to do something bad to go back in that prison? Hopefully not. Hopefully you're going to try to stay out of there. You wouldn't want to go through that again. We need to grow when we learn something. We can't step backwards. We can't go back into the programmed idea. Well, and I'm going to say this, and, and this is my truth, and this is probably nobody else's. Jesus said the most spiritual path will always have the least followers. It's in the Bible, somehow, some way, hidden in the code or whatever, but I know it's in there. But try and find it. That's a different story. But uh, think about that. Christianity has the highest number of people, 2.4 or 5 billion people. The Muslims have 2 million, 2 billion, sorry. Billions the word, sorry. Uh you think they're closest to the truth? Do you think they have any idea of what God really is? I mean, they got an idea of what sex is, and they're going to make that their heaven. How can we... I, I just don't understand how families would do that to their children, to their wives, to anybody. When you learn something's wrong, do you teach it to your children so they can pass it down to their children? Well, if you didn't learn it's wrong, you're going to keep making it part of the rule. And and religions think they have the right to control a person, but they don't. God doesn't control you. Why should your parents control you? God gave you freedom to become anything you want at any level of spiritual awareness. Anything. He didn't say you can only be this or you can only be that. You have to live like this. You have to allow them to take you home and marry you. Or whatever the stories are. No, God's not like that. So why should our parents be? Because parents think they're God now. I mean, we're giving the rights over to people. Saying we're one with God. We're one with the universe. Which means nothing. And you believe it. And I'm trying to tell you to find the truth. Look for the truth. It's there. And you'll benefit from it. And you rather listen to them. 
Send them money. Give them money. Go listen to a talk. I mean, I listen to these, all these conversations and stuff. Now, I was in Deepak Chopra's uh, 21 Day, whatever it is. I can't write... I was able to write uh, answers uh, or, or things back in there, the last one. But I kind of think they really blocked me now, which I expected to happen right away because I was attacking Deepak Chopra, Oprah, and everybody else involved with, with whatever they were saying. Because I said, you can't lie to people. Someday, somewhere, you're going to face the higher power. And you're going to be sorry for everything that you did. And then you're going to realize the consequences you get stuck in. Why do you think there's so many poor homeless people on this planet right now? 90% of the planet. Why? If everybody thinks they're going to come back with whatever they want. Because they're not. And they aren't. And they got so much karma, they got to start paying it. So if you're in a normal life, you've got at least that much forward. Now you can move forward and, and look at it that way. Well, I can do things. You know, you don't have to be the good Samaritan to the planet. Be a good Samaritan to life. Respect it. Give back when you can to where you can or however you can. Money isn't the only, only way to get back. I was a caregiver for a year and a half. It was so hard living with two people that hated me, that believed I was so evil and hurting them. And not, uh, it was just sad. And the only time, after that whole time, I knew they were both dying. They were both going to be put in a home. One was in a home. The other one was in the hospital, and I had to bring her to the hospital. And in there, she says, oh, I love you. Only once in all the time that I knew her, took care of her. I mean, just to show you. She goes, well, you don't do anything for me. I said, what do you want me to do for you? And you go, stand on your head. So I did. I said, you know, I do everything you ask me. I cook whatever kind of meal you want for the day. Giving time of what, whatever, whatever charity or whatever, even if it's a child or anything, in any way, I mean, even if it's the animals, uh, Bettine Clement, Flautus, uh, one of the most important people in, in the music world that I know, uh, does a lot of music to animals, and she gets them to dance, and she does things for animals everywhere she goes as well. But she used to play with uh, one of the greatest harp players, and it was the most beautiful music you ever wanted to hear. But she got involved with drinking and relationship and stopped playing. Uh, but you know we have our gifts we have our abilities we have a lot of things but use them any way you can you know I spend hours every day I'm on my computer 10 hours a day I mean the show that I started for two, Wednesday took me two days to write the notes that I wanted to get into which I didn't get into any of them but uh, at least I tried to get things down that I know that I wanted to talk about Gizmo, you wanted something to say? Say hello to everybody. Say hello to everybody. Hey, say hello to everybody. Uh, so, we have to start looking. Okay, you said hi, now say goodbye. So, with that, we have to take each step every day and move a couple inches forward, not backwards. Somebody said hi to you, Ismo. Somebody said hi. Uh, you know, 
having a little puppy in my life was probably one of the most incredible gifts that I ever got. I never liked dogs all my life. I don't know why, because I never had one. Uh, I always had a cat and every other kind of animal. And, I mean, I used to pick up dead animals, put them on a crystal thing or something, and try to bring them back to life. I was into all kinds of stuff when I was little. Always trying. But I tried, and I followed what I felt. I was never taught by a teacher on magic, psychic abilities, and all those words. Everything just came naturally. So, meeting with a deity, meeting with an angel, meeting with an alien, all those things. I didn't ask for it. I didn't try to make it happen. But, you know, when you start becoming a giving person in different ways, there's 10,000 ways to give, and money is not the only way or should be. Uh, but if you've got billions of dollars, it should be. Because you shouldn't have billions of dollars in the first place. But millionaires and billionaires don't want to hear that. They want to think they're good people. You know, if I was sitting in my house and I had $10 million in the bank, and I'm in Hawaii, we have the highest number of homeless people. We have the highest number in drug addicts. You think I would be able to sit there having a, a lobster dinner well, I know there's a child down the street starving, homeless, or being abused, or any of those words. How can you sit there? I, when I was in, I was in Ekinkar, and they used to say, everybody gets their karma. Yes, that's true. But I look at life this way. If you're in my space, in my reality, I need to do what I can in any way I can for that situation. And I, I stopped the robbery. I mean, I stopped the fight. I mean... I mean, I saw this girl. I, I don't want to get into those stories, but you get involved. You be the best you can and know that you're protecting during it. I mean, I'm sure. And I, and I can only say because I'm not in the situation. If I was in a classroom and a guy came in with a gun, I'd jump on top of him. I'd go running towards him with something to block him and, and whatever. I would do something. I wouldn't just sit there. Like the one guy just watched them guy go in and start shooting everybody. and It's just, you know, when you get involved with life, you become real. When you hide from life, you're not real. You're a puppet in the background. And that doesn't do anything for anybody. So, let me see if I can figure out what I want to get into before this show is over. But uh, Jesus said so many important things when I was with him in that lifetime. But uh, some of the things are in the Bible. The word myths. The Romans believed in myths. Uh, I know. I'm sure you don't know much about. What you, what you didn't see unless it was on TV about how Jesus was killed and all that stuff that went down. But it was really important because Jesus was teaching his apostles. His 12 students were probably the most important to him at that time. While well, he was teaching them spiritual awareness, what it meant. All right. The same as right now. I'm trying to talk about it, but do you have a clue what I'm talking about? So imagine in those days when they had no words, no understandings, and no real understanding about different kind of gods, even 
that there is a different God. Uh, well, it comes to the point Jesus had to deal with Pontius Pilate. He was the ruler, and he had to make a decision about Jesus, whether he was going to be crucified or not. But uh, I'm not going to go into the whole story about the people involved when Jesus got kidnapped by them and taken into the, to the Roman gladiators' caves and tortured and all those kind of things, but uh, what happened during that time frame. But one of his disciples got money to say that he was going to be somewhere. But he was given, and this is factual, whether people understand it or not, was given the word by Jesus what he had to do. Judas was the only one that was capable of doing what Jesus told him to do. He told all the rest are going to lie and, and, and try to pretend that they didn't even know Jesus. But while, while Judas was with Jesus, he was one of his closest disciples. And he listened to him. And he did what he was told. And at that point, when Jesus was being arrested by the guards and everything, he told his people, don't fight. They wanted to try to protect him, which they wouldn't have done anyway, but uh, he said, don't. Jesus knew what he was doing. He knew everything that was going to happen. Maybe not to the level of the way it happened, like how long they were going to torture him and things like that, but he knew he was going to die, he knew he had to die, and he knew all those aspects about it. And all his disciples were going to lie about him and, and be uh, dumbfounded and all that stuff. But when it happened, when it was in time for the men to make a decision of who they were going to let go, whether it was Jesus or a mass killer, uh, all his people voted on the mass killer. They all denied Jesus, even at that point. When they were confronted straight on, they even denied it. But at that point, Okay, now back to Pontius Pilate. Didn't want to make that decision. And he told the people, the blood of, the blood of Jesus is in your hands, not mine. Because he knew Jesus was an innocent being. He didn't want to kill him. He didn't do anything. And by Bible story, he was teaching love. Why would anybody kill somebody because they were talking about love? I think the president of or king, rulers of any country, or even China, or Japan, and Russia, would kill somebody because they're talking about love? Oh, he's teaching love. Kill him. He's evil. How about he was teaching things to go beyond the programmed ideas that they were living under about the true worlds of God, which is what he was teaching. Not the stories that are in the Bible, because there's nothing in the Bible that says what he was teaching. It's a secret my book is the secret teachings of Jesus because they were secret. When when the the religious people found out what he was teaching in some vain vain way, they considered him a major threat because he had power. Not power of an army, not power of money. Spiritual power. Which is what they were afraid of. Because they didn't have it. Their, their God couldn't give it to them. They couldn't get it from their God. They couldn't buy it from their God. The story was really important to mankind. Except the only important part about it really was what Jesus was really teaching. 
He came here for a reason. He died for a reason. Not to for forgiveness for everybody so everybody gets forgiven for what they keep doing. He told the people, don't come back no more. can't come back every Sunday and ask for forgiveness. What kind of mentality is that? To believe in the Lucifer, take him by the hand, bring him into your kitchen and serve him steak dinner. That's what you're doing. Have the best dinner you can on me. Uh, how about tell the truth? How about living the truth? Accept what you did. Allow the most spiritual being who walked this planet to get killed because you're afraid of truth, which mankind still is. How's that? Why is that? The truth will set you free. The other phrase, no pain, no gain. Where do you think they came from? The truth hurts. Always does. Because you're not going to be with your mate, your partner for, for infinity. That's not going to happen. They're going to reincarnate, change and all that as well. The only thing that will never change... Ever, it will always be there is God not your man made God not somebody else's man made God but God itself will be there no matter what the scientists come up with what they try to prove, disprove, create they're only going to destroy planet earth trying to get us into the world where Lucifer dwells which they're doing quite well change the magnetic field of the planet which will cause it to have the worst storms and weathering and everything else which it's going through but they will not become spiritual. Nobody's doing anything spiritual on this planet. Not anybody with money. How far are you going to go to be spiritual? A lot. Further than you ever imagined. You've got to let go of everything. Or it can't be att attachments, one word. But responsible and respectful for a relationship and children, all those things. If you created it, you're responsible for it now. But realize, your responsibility ends in a period of time. You don't carry your responsibility on forever. You can't. So the little time that you're going to put some responsibility into something, it should be there. You have a child, respect your child. Give him everything you can. Don't take his mother away or take you away or anything like that. That's not being... a compassionate being you'll never understand love you'll never understand spiritual truth and you will never become spiritual please you got any morons or speakers out there that tell you everything except what I'm telling you go to them see how far they're going to get you when you're on your dying bed say well they said I have everything everything except the truth do you want to die in that spot and be in that spot if I died right this second, I'm happy with where I'm going and what I did. I'm doing the best I can. Period. Obviously, more money, you do more things. But it's not about doing more things because more people aren't listening. You can only work with what you have. And that's all that matters. Respect with what you have. Respect the people around you. That's all you can do or should do. Giving love to Russia and China. Killing the children. Japanese killing the whales, dolphins, and feeding it to their kids. and so How much, what do you want to give them? Unconditional love for what? What do you think it would do for them? Make them wake up? Of course not. It's time, people, to be aware of who and what you are. Why Jesus really came here. 
He is the only being on this planet that came to teach about a real God. Nobody has ever did that. Not any of the deities, not Muhammad, not Buddha. Nobody else did. The teachings of angels did not speak about God itself either. So where do you want to go in life? Do you want to follow these lies and get deeper into the garbage? Or do you want to start digging yourself out? Find the truth. Become something, an aware soul. Then you could start looking what spiritual means. And then you could become that. I'm still holding on to this earth, so I can never say I'm going to be spiritual until I let go. Not that I care if I die tomorrow. I mean, I really don't. But uh, as long as I'm here, I'm still holding on to it, ain't I? When I let go, I leave. I was in the ocean drowning. And I saw multiple lives. I saw everything. And then spirits finally said to me, do you want to stay or do you want to go? At that moment, I realized I wanted to write my last book, The True Teachings of Jesus from God Realization. And I said, I can't leave yet. And then I crashed into the rocks. I had cuts all over my body. And I was underwater. It seemed like forever. I was just drinking water. Like I was breathing underwater for it seemed so long because I saw so many lifetimes and everything else. But, uh, you need an experience to wake you up. Because when you don't see or feel or know something, it's hard to understand it if you didn't experience it. That's why I tell you, you need to do something that will give you an experience, no matter what it is. Come moon. It'll give you a step at least of a death experience, which will open you up to reality. Max Christopher, he's in California. I think his last class of the year is next month. Pull it up. Kunlun, K-U-N-L-U-N, Kunlun. Uh, I studied for years. I worked with him, and I was, he, he called us, uh, okay. well, look, my time's running out. Please, listen to the truth. Find the truth. It's there. Don't give up. Don't let anybody take it away from you. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. You can find God inside yourself. You don't need anybody else to do it for you, and nobody else can. I can give God to everybody? I wouldn't. People don't deserve it. Well, God watches over me. Why? What do you think your humdrum life deserves God protecting you? What do you do? What are you? Again, I, I only get halfway through my notes, and I had a lot more I wanted to get into, but please, listen to me. If you don't believe me, go out, go into the real world and find the truth. You'll find it. It's right in front of you. It's inside you. Do the right things. Find the right people. Ask me more questions. I don't see. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to attack you. I can't. It goes against spiritual laws. Okay, how dumb your question is. Or whatever. Please send me it. Hawksblood1al.com If you listen to this far, thank you. Tell your friends to listen. Uh, tell them to get, get involved with life and find the truth about God. Not demons, aliens, and everybody else. Well... With that all being said, thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate it. Uh, whoever's there, whoever listens, thank you. Tell your friends to listen once in a while. I mean, I could have been a, a preacher, which maybe I should have been, uh, preaching my own church, what I believe is the truth. But again, you heard it here first. Uh, until next time, are you on top of the world? Why not? <laughs>
Oh, let's not send your prayers to TJ. She's still in desperate. Her daughter's in very critical time. She's not going to be around much longer. So whatever you can do as far as prayers or even write her letters or even extra money, whatever. Uh, she's in a sad place right now. I miss her. Love and light, everybody out there. Have a great day. Have a great night. You heard it here first. Love put me at the top of the world.